On my very first trip to Asia, I went straight to the middle of China. I didn't have a guidebook, it didn't have a map, it didn't have a phrasebook. I was visiting my friend Johnny who had just started his Peace Corps service there. And in the two weeks that I visited him, I learned a couple of key phrases. One was mayo, which means don't have, and I heard that one a lot. And the other was dweibuchi, tingudong, which means I'm sorry, I don't understand, which I said a lot. So a Chinese holiday was coming up, and Johnny decided to leave and visit some other Peace Corps friends, and I decided to travel overland to a town called Yangshua. And to get there, I needed to take an overnight bus to a town called Guilin, and then transfer to a small bus for the hour ride to Yangshua. So the day before I needed to leave, Johnny marched me down to the bus station, and with his beginner's Chinese, bought me a bus ticket to Guilin. And the next day, he left, and an hour later, I locked up his apartment, took my backpack, and went down to the bus station. And I matched the characters on my ticket with a sign in a bus window, climbed on board, there was nobody on it, and within a few minutes, the driver jumps on and says, yes, hello, and I hand him my ticket, and he looks at it, and he says, mayo. And I say, what do you mean, mayo? Guilin. And he says, yes, mayo. And I can't say anything except Guilin. And he starts speaking to me in rapid-fire Chinese, and all I can say is, I don't understand, I just need to go to Guilin. So pretty soon, about six other employees jump on the bus, and they're all trying to speak to me, and eventually we're singing it together. I don't understand you. Um, I keep saying Guilin, they keep saying mayo. And eventually, the crowd parts, and a very small, middle-aged Chinese woman is presented to me, and she says, Hello, how can I help you? And I'm thinking, oh great, she speaks English. And I say, oh great, I need to get to Guilin, can you help me? And she says, yes. And I say, great, can you show me where my bus is? And she says, yes. And she looks at me, and I look at her, and I say, where's my bus? And she says, yes. <laughs> and I'm like, oh crap, and I say, Guilin? And she says, mayo. <laughs> so, <laughs> This is the point in the story where I do what I always do in a crisis, and I start crying. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I have nowhere to go. Johnny's gone. I can't speak Chinese. There's no other foreigners in the city, no way to get a hotel room. So they get all excited, and there's a lot of hubbub. And eventually, somebody grabs my backpacks, and, and they lead me to another bus. And it's full of Chinese people. And there's one empty bunk, and they put me there. There's old men smoking cigarettes and throwing their butts on the floor and people peeling their mandarin oranges and throwing the seeds on the floor and the peels. And in addition to being the only foreigner on the bus and in this town, I'm also a really ugly crier. So I'm getting a lot of attention. And I, don't, I still don't know where I'm going, but the bus trundles off into the night and I kind of curl up and just think, it's all right, I'm going somewhere. Um, after a few hours, the bus stops, and I kind of give a quizzical look to the woman across the aisle, and she motions that this is a bathroom stop. And I'm really excited because I haven't peed since I left Johnny's house. And in addition to being not a very pretty crier, when I have to pee really bad, I sort of look like I'm entering the second trimester of pregnancy. <laughs> so I'm at that point, and I kind of waddle off the bus, and I know it's going to be a squat toilet, and I'm kind of preparing myself for that because I've gotten used to them over the last couple weeks, and I know I'm going to be like fire hosing it and probably levitating, but it's all right. I have to go so bad. So I open the door to the bathroom, and there's an open room with a ditch running through it and 12 Chinese women squatting over it, and my instinct is just to slam the door shut and say, oh my God, I'm so sorry because my brain thought that somebody forgot to lock the door. But then I realized 
they didn't forget to lock the door. This is how it works. But unfortunately, in addition to pee baby, I also have a pee phobia. So I couldn't go to the bathroom. So I waddled back on the bus, and I was really uncomfortable, and I still didn't know where I was going. And a few more hours around midnight, we pull into a big rest station, and there are girls with five-gallon buckets pulling noodles out and throwing them into a bowl and serving them to customers. And there's a cockroach on its back with its legs waggling, and I'm standing there not knowing what to do, and then a man taps me on the shoulder, and he points to a lawn chair, and he points to his watch and makes the number two, and then he points to an empty parking spot and he has my backpack. So I sit down in the lawn chair with my backpack and I assume I'm supposed to wait two hours or something or maybe he just told me to peace out, I don't know. Um, I sit there and at 2 a.m. another man taps me on the shoulder, points to the now full parking spot. I get on, there's a bunk for me right in the middle behind the driver and uh, they start talking to me, the driver and his friends. Guilin, Mayo, Dwebichi, Tingbudong, la la la. We do the whole thing. And finally, one of them says, Yongshua. And I say, yes, Yongshua, that's my final destination. And so I'd lay back and fall asleep. They relax. And at about 4.30, one of them shakes my foot and says, Yongshua. And I'm like, oh, OK, I guess we're here. So I grab my backpack. No one else is getting off the bus. I clomp off the bus steps with my backpack. It's the middle of the night. It's still dark. The doors hiss shut behind me, and the bus goes off in the night like a scene of a bad movie. And I stand there for a full minute, and I'm trying to decide if I should laugh or if I should cry or if I should walk and find a hotel. I think I'm in Yongshuo, but I don't really know. I just want to go to bed and feel it out in the morning. And I'm standing there trying to decide what to do, feeling like an idiot, when I hear this putt, 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 and it gets a little louder, the whole town is silent. Putt, 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 putt. And after like 30 seconds, this little old man pulls up on a motorbike, and he says, hello, yes, hotel? <laughs> and I say, yes. That's it, thank you.